Hello, and welcome to Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Each week, I bring you an outstanding guest with an outstanding word from God, especially directed for you. And today, my longtime friend, minister to the stars, uh, encourager, a life coach, my good friend, Tim Story. Tim, God bless you. Welcome, and thank you for being a part of this podcast. Good to be with you. And I was thinking about this today because I'm so excited to be on the podcast that your family took me in when I was only 26 years of age and uh, how thankful I am for that. And we really are friends and family. Well, I praise God for that. Tim, you suffered through the tragedy of the loss of your father and, and wasn't it your sister as well? Yes. Uh, back when mm-hmm. you were 10 years old and it looked like for you that life was over. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Richard. You know, we were uh, raised in Compton, California. We started with seven people in a two-bedroom apartment. And it's a very interesting story that in 1966, my mother uh, started watching your father, or Roberts, on television and and literally became a partner in 66. Mm -hmm. So what an amazing thing that my mother was sewing into uh, or Robert's ministry that years later that your family would come back and sow into her son, Tim's story. And so I was in need of a, a father figure, no doubt about it, because of my father passing, as you mentioned. And the, the father is supposed to, you know, guide the children, guard the children and govern the children. And I would admit I lacked that in my life. Sure. And and you've been great in that area as being like an older brother. And your father was just fantastic to me. Well, I praise God for that. During the years that we had the International Charismatic Bible Ministries Fellowship here in Tulsa, ministers would come from all over the United States and Canada and all over the world. And I remember the first time you ministered, uh, I said to my dad, Dad, we need to have Tim Story minister at this. <laughs> and you, you t- later told me that really helped launch you in a certain way. It really did. And number one, uh, let's go back to those days. There has nothing been nothing like it. And there's uh, been nothing like it uh, since. And, and that was a fact that in Tulsa, uh, you and your father and the people you put around you brought in the greatest ministers that were used by God from around the world. Mm-hmm. Never has that ever been done. And to think that the Roberts family would say, here's a young man who at that point was now 28 years of age, mm-hmm. Let's put him on this platform. And that literally launched me to the world. I've now been to 75 countries. Well, not only that, uh, Tim, but when you got on that platform, uh, your ministry delivered and reached people. Uh, I know that God is greatly using you today uh, in Hollywood uh, to celebrities around the world. He's using you as a life coach, as an encourager. You and I have had a number of discussions about this over the years. Can you share some of the incidents and some of the things? And and I, I, I'm, you may not be able to share some of the details and you may not be able to share all the names, but I'm sure there's some things and our, our viewers and listeners would be very interested in, in who's being touched in Hollywood. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, Richard, number one, one reason that we get along on this level is because you know, your background is, as we've talked as friends, you started pretty much in entertainment. I mean, you were raised around ministry, but but yeah, secular entertainment was calling you. But when I was 17 years of age, a mutual friend of ours named Dick Mills prophesied to me at Melody Land 
And he said that God's going to use you, Tim, to help and touch entertainers at 17. Now, that prophecy never came into fruition until I was 30. And I got invited to the house of Diane Cannon. But it was through her that I met Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau. Then I'd later go on to help people like Vidal Sassoon, Charlton Heston. And then, as you know, went into younger Hollywood with helping Robert Downey Jr. turn his setback to comeback. And the great thing about Robert Downey Jr., you remember our, our friend Jim Reeve from West Covina? Yes, I do. A great pastor. So I took Robert Downey to Jim Reeve's church to watch me speak in the year 2000. At that time, he was struggling with addiction. And uh, I started flowing in the spirit. And it was interesting. I spoke and I brought Carmen, another guy you helped mentor. I brought him to sing. And uh, Robert said to me uh, after the service, he says, your house is not too far from here. I said, no, this is, this is Iron Man, you know? Yes. He, and he's making about $75 million a year now. He said, I'd like to go to your house and what those people were feeling and sensing, I want that on my life. Yeah. And it was just me, him, and another gentleman. We came into my living room. I never said a word, and he lifted his hands. Mm -hmm. And the power of the Holy Spirit hit him. And Richard, he literally went into deliverance. And he is given uh, honor where honor is due and, and talked in many interviews about God really touching his life and him having that supernatural experience. So I have a real love for the underdog like you do. And so I'm enjoying helping out in the entertainment business. Well, I know that you've helped a lot of people and you've had some encounters with some pretty high ups, including uh, Oprah Winfrey. Yes. And that's been a amazing thing. But here, here's what I want to say is that had it not been for the way I was raised in the Pentecostal charismatic movement, then I would just be another person who Oprah encountered. But one reason I think she keeps me close in her inner circle, I'm in her new book. I was in her last documentary. I've been on tour with her. She's interviewed me. And the reason I think that she keeps me in the inner circle is because of the supernatural impact. And so that's where I'm so grateful to what your family helped me as a Elijah to Elisha to take the supernatural into a world that doesn't always understand it. And Oprah said to me, she says, you know, Tim, some of this stuff in the area of miracles, you know, I didn't know how much of it I believed. Sure. But knowing that you are so real and down to earth and you're into this, tell me more. We've had amazing talks about God and his miracles. Oh, that's wonderful. The thing that thrills me the most is you've not watered it down. Now, you've, you've used some different translations, which you need to do in order to touch people, because to go just, just going uh, into all the world means you have to go into every person's world. You have to go where they are. And Jesus himself changed his terminology depending upon who he was speaking to. He never watered down the gospel, but he changed his term terminology. And, and that's what you've done is I watch you online and I, I get your emails with that, that stance you've got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I get your, your emails and, and see, your, see, you, see you on, on, uh, on videos, uh, I see that you have not watered down the gospel. And that's what thrills me the most. 
No, thank you. But I also want to say this because you're you're like my older brother who has Rich, you gotta understand that you and Lindsay, like one time Lindsay had a burden for me. And this is probably when I was probably 32. And she told me later on, Tim, I was praying for you. And uh, and it was at a time where I needed it. And then I think about when you were uh, doing everything that you were doing at ORU and out of nowhere, my assistant said, uh, Richard Roberts sent us a sizable check to our ministry. And you felt that God had downloaded this to you and you gave, and you, you've given me money, you've given me prayers, but you've also given me times where you've challenged me. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you, that's what a real brother does. <laughs> and, and I'm serious. I love this because we all have blind spots. And, and Richard, you said to me, we won't name the person, but you said, Tim, just be careful as you're entering into this slippery slope here. And what that did is it, it really did challenge me. And the Bible says that's what a true brother does, right? Yes. And so, you know, in my quest to go out there and help these types of people that I get to help. That many times at the same time, the enemy could try to come in there and you know get you caught up in a, uh, a situation or connected with people you shouldn't be connected to. But I, I love the fact that as a person who's been through it yourself, because I remember way back when you guys were doing secular television, yes, but, but ministering the gospel, you get you've given me great counsel on that, and that's 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 real family. <laughs> well, thank God, uh, reaching out to people is what it's all about, and going into that person's world. And you are doing it in the in the movie and the Hollywood industry, and you're touching lives that someone else uh, is not touching. And and I get a little upset when I hear people criticizing people trying to reach that crowd. Well, and I want to say to them, well, just who have you touched? What have you done for the gospel? How many have you won to Christ? How many people have you laid hands on and ministered to? How many people who are making $75 million a year and put their hands up, say, I want what you've got? How many people like that have you touched? So you, you get, it gets a little personal with me when someone comes yes. against someone like you who's doing everything in his power to be a witness for Christ in that arena. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just trying to do my part and be my piece of the puzzle. You know, when, when we were both younger, I remember, Richard, I used to fly into cities. Like, let's say if I would fly into Dallas and I'd be flying on the airplane. You know, Dallas is all going to be saved. And, and you know, that's how we should think. Sure. But I, but I really thought it was going to happen in my three-day revival. <laughs> now that I got a little older and a little wiser, I, I realized what we could have is impact. And to think that that you and your family has had this impact on Tim's story from Compton, where I am now going into the world and touching people, but with a lot of the spirit of what I learned. Because, you know, I spoke at Vespers in 1986, and that just did something for me. And then what you said by you guys giving me the platform at the, at the big conference, but also bringing me in on college days and all these other things, is that really there was a rubbing off of the anointing uh, as I said, from Elijah to Elisha, or also to, to Paul to Timothy. And I think that's one thing that you bring to this day is that it is a law of reproduction, like 
produces like. So I'm so thankful for what you are continuing to do at the young age that you are. Just know how young you are. <laughs> well, uh, Tim, as I hear you talk, um, you remind me of something that my father, Oral Roberts, said to me. He said, every minister needs a mentor, someone that he or she can look up to and will allow to speak into their lives. He had a mentor in his life, and of course, he was one of my mentors, and as well as others. And even my father's been gone now since 2009. I have a mentor. I have, a, I have an elder statesman pastor who speaks into my life, and I pay attention. And I also have uh, my wife, Lindsay, who speaks into my life. And by the way, she asked me to give you her special love because she has a great love for you. But she speaks into my life and, and, and says those, those words that sometimes can easily seem critical. However, she's doing it for my best good. And I, I know that, that about her. And that's always the way that I feel about you and any other minister that is in your age area that I could possibly have a positive effect upon. And so I want to bless you today and thank God for you and for your ministry, not only in Southern California, but in other areas of the world. And, uh, and tell you if there's anything that I can ever do to be a blessing, please don't hesitate to call me. Now, Tim, there are there are people right now who are hurting, who are in need. And before we close this podcast, I'd like to ask you if you would pray directly over them, and then I'll add my prayers to yours. I'll do that. Father, we thank you so much for our lives. You know, God, we truly may not be what we want to be, but thank you that we're not what we used to be. For everyone that is going through something, Lord, I thank you that you are bringing forth miracles a supernatural intervention from you, God, into the natural affairs of men. I thank you for miracles that are taking place right now physically, even in people's minds, in people's marriages, with people's children. I thank you, God, that truly you're a miracle-working God. And as Richard and I pray right now, I thank you that the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage is flowing through people. And I add my prayers to Tim's prayers right now. I send the word to you. I want to remind you, my friend, if you're watching or you're listening, there is no distance in prayer. God's right here where I am, and he's right there where you are. He's on the case. And I set my faith with you and send his word to you for healing, healing in every area of your body, every area of your mind, as Tim just prayed. Healing in every area of your spirit man, your spirit woman, for God to touch you from the crown of your head, even into the soles of your feet. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And I set my faith with Tim and with the Lord. And the Bible says, if two shall agree on earth, as concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. And so if you agree with me and I agree with you, that's two. And Tim joining with me, that's three. And the Bible says that a threefold cord is not easily broken. So I set my faith with you. I'm not coming out of this agreement in the name of Jesus. And Tim, I pray especially over you for God's anointing to remain strong on your life and for you to keep focused in on the calling and not to get out of your lane, but to stay in your lane. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Tim, I love you. Amen. I sense that, and wow, that was a powerful prayer. Well, I love you, I love you, and I love what you're doing, and I wholeheartedly believe in you and support you.
Thank you. I'm, for I'm trying to I'm trying to learn that pose that you that you, I'm trying to learn that. <laughs> there it is. Richard. God bless you. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. And thank you for joining us today. I'll see you next week on Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Please share with your friends on social media and help spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. And if you need prayer, go to oralroberts.com slash prayer or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.